0: Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to the show. Merry Christmas. We are about a week and a half away from Christmas. I hope and pray you got all your decorations up. If you're like me and my family, you've had them up for several weeks now. But to continue our theme on Christmas, I want to look at the Christmas tree. I want to look at the history of it. And I want to see the relationship between Jesus and the Christmas tree. So as I said, Christmas is about a week and a half away. Hopefully all of you are ready. You know, no matter where you go in this day and time, you see Christmas trees up. They are beautifully decorated with what appears to be millions of Christmas lights, some flashing and some not. But what does a Christmas tree have to do with the birth of Jesus in a dirty stable over 2,000 years ago. Some would argue and say it has no relationship whatsoever, but that's what I'm going to reflect on today is show the traditions of decorating this Christmas tree and what truly is a perfect Christmas tree and show that there is a relationship between Jesus and the the Christmas tree. But fun fact, do you know that traditions of Decorating trees date back to the 1500s, contrary to the popular legend from Martin Luther, who was not the first one to ever decorate a Christmas tree. However, just like many traditions, decorating the trees did start in Germany during the earliest recording in a song written in 1521. Now, some people do not like the traditions of decorating an evergreen tree because it relates to what they believe is the pagan religion, which practiced practiced decorating these trees even before Christ. The pagans used to decorate evergreen trees as a symbol of rebirth, because during the harsh winters, when everything looked dead, they would bring greenery into their home to symbolize life in the middle of death. The Germans, too, used to bring living trees into their home during the old Feast of Yule, where they would plant a tree in a tub and it would remain in the house for at least two months. But there was never any evidence that ever suggested that Christians would use Christmas trees as a symbol of rebirth, although it would make sense. Nor is there any evidence that suggests that Christmas trees were ever directly connected to the Yule tree. But we know that Christmas tree traditions took on a whole different look by the 1600s. It was common practice for Germans to decorate fir trees with colored paper, apple wafers, gold foil, and sweets. The candles would be added later on in history. Perhaps the reason that it was like this was because of its connection to a 11th century play known as the Paradise Tree. Christians would put on these, these plays and they would be performed outside or outside of churches or in churches, and one of them was known as the Paradise Play, which depicted the story of creation, Adam and Eve, their sin and their banishment from the Garden of Eden. The only prop that was ever used on the stage was a tree, the Paradise Tree. It was a fir tree adorned with the apple representing the fruit of sin and homemade wafers which represented the fruit of life. Later on, candies and sweets would be added, the play would end with the promise of the coming Savior. So now we see or start to see a connection between a Christmas tree and Jesus. So we can see the, we can see the correlation, the link, and it seems that the paradise tree became our Christmas tree. But of course today the Christmas tree is, is big business. And for some folks, they want to have a live Christmas tree in their house. And I think it's beautiful. I think it smells great. It decorates beautiful depending on the type of tree. Um, But I know for me, it's very difficult to keep a tree living for for several weeks. Um, And so most people opt out to get the uh, artificial trees or the plastic trees or the fake trees, whatever you, you, you call them. But God's perfect Christmas tree, which is a tree from which our sins were overcome, the tree which uh, 33 years after the baby Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the man Jesus, the Son of God, would be crucified. If we look at 1 Peter two, twenty-four, it reads, He himself bore our sins on his body on the tree, so that we may die in our sins and live for righteous by his wounds you have been healed. Paul wrote in Galatians 3.13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it's written, Cursed is everyone who hung on the tree. Therefore, Christmas trees would be a wonderful symbol and reminder of the cross of Jesus, a reminder of our salvation, our forgiveness through Jesus Christ. We must never lose sight of the fact that angels who announced the the child's birth announced him as the Savior. And we know from from the beginning there loomed a tree in the path of Christ, a tree of the cross that would bring salvation to many. God's perfect Christmas tree is a cross which upon our Savior died. Like a green tree during death, it symbolizes rebirth in life itself. So I have to ask you today, just as you placed a Christmas tree in your house, have you taken Jesus into your life? Have you come to the cross, come to Jesus, and asked for forgiveness of your sin? As you celebrate Christmas this year, you will be participating in a religious uh, festival or you'd be celebrating the birth of your personal Savior, the Lord. And so when we look at Christmas trees, we find a reminder, a picture of what Jesus came to do, and we discover that we pile gifts under our trees. Jesus gave us a tremendous gift to each and every one of us, which is not found under a tree. His gift he gave was his life for you and I. It's exciting to know that, that our Savior came to this earth to die on a cross. In the relationship of Jesus and a Christmas tree, the argument could be made. Just as we decorate our tree and it is beautiful, God had a beautiful tree ready for his son. Under the cross, one of the gifts that we can find is justification. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, justification is to be declared not guilty. And this is a legal term. To be justified in God's eyes is to be seen by God as one who has never sinned. What an amazing thing to know that we have all sinned until we get to heaven and we continue to sin. But being declared not guilty is a gift from God that comes to us by the means of the death of Jesus on the cross when he became sin for us. Another gift that we get from God is peace. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus' death, we can now be in the position to where we're no longer at war with God, no longer his enemies because our sin and rebellion. Through Jesus, we have peace with God. This is exactly what the angels were singing about when Christ was born. Peace on earth peace between God and man would now be possible. Elijah called Jesus the Prince of Peace, and peace with God is another gift that comes to us by the means of the cross, because through the cross comes reconciliation with God. Romans 5.10, it reads, "When When we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. Our relationship with God that is messed up in the Garden of Eden can be restored if we have faith in Jesus and the work that was done on the cross. Man, it's exciting to know that what we look at as a Christmas tree represents a lot more. The decorations that hang, the lights that are on it, It all represents the gifts that are under the tree. I'm showing you right now the gifts that God gives us. Another gift is access. When we have God, we have access to his grace. Romans 5.2, through whom we have gained access by faith into grace into which we stand. It's like under the cross, Jesus, we find the key that opens a door. And we find that that we have God's grace. So, as I just want to recap this, the Christmas tree symbolizes everything that has to do with Jesus. As Jesus hung on the cross for you and I, God knew What needed to be done. Jesus knew what needed to be done. And there was a way made to get to heaven. But one of the things I think is spectacular to look at is the lights that are up on a Christmas tree. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I have to give credit to my beautiful bride because she brought this to my attention when I was preparing for this. She said the lights on a Christmas tree draws your attention to the tree just like Jesus is the light of the world. Don't I give you goosebumps to know that every time you look at your Christmas tree you're seeing everything that represents Jesus? All the gifts that are up underneath the Christmas tree you're seeing the gifts that God has given us. We're seeing all of this we see the justification, we see the peace, we see having access to God's grace, we see hope, we see sacrifice, but we see eternal life with our Heavenly Father. The birth of Jesus that took place in a manger all the way through to the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, to an empty tomb, all represents a master plan that God had. So, when we gather around the Christmas tree on Christmas morning, I want you to look at that Christmas tree and I want you to be reminded of the cross. Many of the presents that are up underneath the tree remind you of the gifts that are available to you because Jesus died for us. As I said, justification, peace, reconciliation, access to God, and hope for eternity. But again, you have all of these gifts waited upon you. All you have to do is come to the cross. As I get ready to wrap up today, I just have to say God bless you. And I hope and pray you have a wonderful Christmas. But don't forget what the Christmas tree represents. Don't forget God's perfect Christmas tree. And don't forget God's gifts to you and I. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening. And God bless you and Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. I look forward to, to bringing More messages to you in the near future. You always start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless.